0: Welcome to Tig's Bits. This week we're going to talk a little sports with football season closing in on us, Major League Baseball heating up. I thought, look, we need to we need to take a dive into it, get some takes, some predictions from one of the best authorities that I know in sports media. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Tig's Bits, Mr. Tommy Chrysan. P.K., thank you so much for coming on today, coming back in the studio with us. You've been doing all right? You ready? I'm, Are you ready? I've been doing,
1: I'm ready. I'm always sitting on ready, and I uh, appreciate you having me on. It's always fun to visit with you uh, on the show and off the show. So, hey, the sports world's full speed ahead. Oh, man,
0: is it not? It is, it is absolutely, absolutely wide open. It's like you go the whole summer things just drip. You get a little bit here and there. You hit August, and it's wide open, which I I love, and I know you do too. But before we we dive into all of that, and I want to let everybody know, yes, Tommy and I are going to talk a little bit about LSU, but no, this is not going to be an all-LSU show. I wish it was. I could talk about it all day, but I know that we have listeners and all across the United States and the world now Tommy it's insane uh, but I want to just want to make that clear we're going to talk a little bit about the Tigers but I want to talk about the SEC as a whole kind of get your thoughts and predictions talk a little baseball of course I know that you love baseball I do too and then uh and then talk a little bit about the NFL as well but before we start Tommy I have to remind everybody <laughs> You were on the show last October, and you made some bold predictions, you know. And they were bold at the time, especially. And looking back, we're not even a year removed from this. And you made the prediction. You said Kim Mulkey, Jay Johnson, and Brian Kelly would all win national championships within their tenure at LSU. Well, we got two out of the three out of the way in less than a year unbelievable just uh but but i knew you meant it at the time too and wow they really have uh they really they brought it coach mulkey's brought it jay johnson and the boys of course was unbelievable but great job on predicting that tk
1: well in a way i, I don't want to say it was easy and it, it was bold and it was going out on a limb a little bit but here, here's what got me to that one of the things that got me to that you know there are a lot of good football coaches, good sports coaches in this country at all levels. There's a lot of great coaches, yeah. you know, in high school, college, professional, minor leagues. I mean there's some there's some absolutely great coaches, all sports men, women, it's there. Then there's a small group of what I describe or I agree I agree with the description of there are elite coaches. Okay. The best of the best. Yeah. Kim Mulkey is an elite coach. Okay, there's not many like her. And a lot of great coaches. She's elite. No. Jay Johnson is an elite coach. There's not many like him. There's a lot of great coaches. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly, I believe, fits that category of elite coach. He won four over forty football games with Ian Booking yeah. quarterback at Notre Dame. I mean, come on. So he's now got <laughs> it says a lot. He's pro- literally got probably being being realistic, he's got twenty five to thirty percent better talent. Than he had at Notre Dame, and he won a lot of football games at Notre Dame, and he pushed a lot of guys into the NFL. Yeah, okay. So he is an elite coach, and I and I've said this before. I think he's sitting up there in South Bend. And he says, "Well, this guy named Les Miles won a title. This guy named Ed Orgeron won a <laughs> title. I'm smarter than both of them guys put together and cubed." Okay, I got to get out there. I got to get this talent. I got to coach <laughs> at LSU. Got to coach in the SEC because he thinks he can do it, and uh, I believe he will. Now, will he follow the magical second-year thing that Kim Mulkey and Jay Johnson did? That remains to be seen. But don't rule it out, but it remains to be seen. But I guarantee (laughs) you, as I said last October, He'll win a national championship at LSU. I just can't tell you the exact year. That's right. That's right. Well, as a fan, I hope it's
0: this year, uh, and that'll that will lead us into uh, into talking about the SEC kind of as a whole. You know, what uh, at, you're an expert. What are you seeing um, in the SEC? I mean, it looks like the usual suspects: Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Uh, but are there any? Are there any other teams that? that people should be paying attention to this season that can maybe upset that guard, if you will?
1: Well, you know, in the East, it's all about Georgia. You know, in Tennessee, there's a lot of expectations, there's a lot of hope in there. South Carolina could get dangerous. Kentucky could get dangerous because they got quarterbacks. Okay, It's all about quarterbacks. You know, and then I I think LSU wins the West. I mean, I know the media over there in Nashville picked them to come in second behind Bama, but – LSU beat Bama in overtime last year. LSU is a much better team. Bama's not the same team. They don't have a Bryce Young. Uh, they, they don't have the same exact team that they had. And somebody says, well, the game's in Tuscaloosa. Well, LSU does better in Tuscaloosa against Bama than they do in Baton Rouge yeah, that's, that's against a fact. Bama. So I I clearly think they'll win the West. I think LSU's toughest football game is the first one against Florida State, who's a much better team than the team that beat LSU by one point in the Dome last year. And they have a quarterback. You keep going back to quarterbacks. Yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks, Brantley, uh, let this sink in, Okay. In 2003, LSU won a national championship. Matt Mark, 50 a quarterback. 2009, Matt Flynn, 50 a quarterback. 2019, Joe Burrow, 50 a quarterback. 2023, all odd numbers, by the way. 2023, Jaden Daniels is in his sixth year due to COVID. That experience matters. That experience is a difference in winning yes, in college does. football. Wow. So, I, I mean, are they going to win it? I don't know. I mean... If you, somebody likes to bet, you might want to bet 100 bucks on them winning the title and just see what happens. I don't know. I, I think they're going to win the West. I, I really think they're going to win the West. And, of course, they do that yeah. in all likelihood to play in Georgia in Atlanta early December. And if they win that, they're in the playoff. But the right. SEC as a whole is really good. You know, Ole Miss, you can't count out Lane Kiffin. I'm a fan of Lane Kiffin, okay? And he, like LSU, is loaded up on yeah, the transfer Yeah, I am pool. too. He, and he can coach. He's in, you know, he's he's borderline elite coach. He hasn't yeah. won championships yet, but but he kind of I think you got to pay attention to him. You know, Mississippi State very tough situation with the passing of Mike Leach. You know, they're not going to be real good this year. But are they good enough to beat somebody they're not supposed to beat? Absolutely. Florida's not going to be real oh, good. Yeah. Can they win a game that nobody thought they were going to win? Yes, they can. It's the SEC. You know, every team is going to put 12, yeah. 14 guys in an NFL camp. Now, they might not all stick on a roster or even a practice squad, but they can to get it in an NFL camp. It's the best college football conference in America, hands down. So the, I think the SEC is primed for an unbelievable season. Uh, it's the last year of East and West Divisions. Because when Oklahoma and Texas—and by the right. way, Oklahoma and Texas are biting off way more than they can chew—okay, I'm not going to say they're <laughs> going to be Vanderbilt. They're not I gonna agree. Be much better than build They don't know what they—they they think they know what they're getting into, but they don't know what they're getting into when you have to play an SEC team eight times. You know, you got to go on the road four of those times got, every just week. One of the greatest crowds <laughs> and the best stadiums. I mean, uh, Oklahoma and Texas—you—you you, you, you might want to go back to the Big 12. I'm just saying. But uh, but they're not. They're, they're gonna be here. It's going to so, be
0: a, it's going to be a rough ride for them, man. You
1: know, and, and crazy as this sounds, you know, Vanderbilt can spring an upset. We every other year or so, they knock somebody off, or they yep. play somebody down to the wire. You know, somebody beats them with a field goal <laughs> right. at the end when they were a nineteen-point favorite over them. You know, so I mean, it's SEC football, and the, the minute you think you can't get beat, you will get beat. Uh, by you know, Arkansas has got K.J. That's Henderson. I mean, this dude makes it happen. Again, we bring up a quarterback. The common denominator yes. is quarterback. And there's a bunch of them in the SEC. And here's, here's one more last thing. Jaden Daniels, okay? I think he's going to have a, a major breakout year. And if he's in the Heisman conversation in November, I don't mean win the Heisman. I don't mean be one of the three or four guys go to New York. I mean, if he's being talked about as a potential to win it, that will mean LSU is kicking butt, okay. And if he is, has That's a Heisman right. Trophy yeah. winning yeah. kind of season or close to it, he's one of the finalists. They got a great shot to beat Georgia and be in the playoffs. And and look, I, you know, if I thought LSU was going to go six and six, I'd say that. But I think this team is loaded uh, right. defensively, oh, yeah. the front seven. It's going to be as good as any front seven in America. They, they might could play without the cornerbacks. I mean, that's how good that front seven is going to be. I'm yep. being facetious there, but and trust me, Brian Kelly's in charge. <laughs> Everybody in that football building knows who's in charge. Unlike previously, so uh, I think yes, if you're an LSU fan, yes. you got a lot of reason to be optimistic. And if you're a foot, you're an SEC fan. I don't care which team you pull for. Every weekend, somebody's going to win that wasn't supposed to. Somebody's gonna get run out of, getting blown out. You know, I mean, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Put your seat belt on. It's gonna be a hell of a ride. <laughs> hell yeah, it is. Do you have? Uh, do you see any team
0: going undefeated in the SEC, including including Georgia, who seem to have the easiest path?
1: They have a soft schedule. We go back to quarterback. They got an, they're got they going to have an unproven, unexperienced quarterback. Not that he won't be good. He might end up being all conference. I don't yeah. know. But I'd rather start with the likes of a Henderson or a Daniels or, or somebody that's been there, done that you notice I left A and M out. That's a train wreck. You know, that that's just not gonna be anything again. Uh <laughs> A and M. There we go. We well before Christmas <laughs> they'll be looking for a new coach. You can take that to the bank. Um so you know, I I don't uh you know, it, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I don't think anybody can go undefeated. I'm not just saying this. The only, the team that has the best chance to go undefeated is LSU. If they get by Florida state.
0: And that's a big one, man. That is, that is a tough way to open for both schools. But I think at the, at the end of the day, whoever wins is going to be in the catbird seat. Whoever loses, if it's a close game, you lose a close one. It's your season isn't
1: over. And it's a non-conference game for both of them. I mean, if LSU is 11 and one with a loss to Florida state, they're in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Especially, especially if Florida State, you know, ends up ten and two, or they end up eleven and they one, they take your business. You're in the playoffs, even if you lose in Atlanta, and that's with the four teams. Just wait until the next that's year. Right. When it's twelve right. Twelve be easier
0: to get in. Oh, it is, man. It totally is. We had a uh, head coach of the Troy Trojans, uh, John Sumrall, on the show here recently, and that, and that's one of the things that I was kind of teasing him that I look forward to the twelve team playoff because teams like Troy will then be you know they're going to work their way in and be like the 12th seed or whatever and play in an LSU or play in a Michigan or somebody like that and they're going to be they're going to beat them chaos will ensue, and he kind of likened it to that march madness that that's going to it's going to be a lot like march madness and i think he's i think he's right look folks we had a little bit of a technical difficulty a little technical issue with doing the show at this point, Tommy and I talked for another 10 or 15 minutes uh, about Major League Baseball, the NFL, and that kind of stuff. But I can kind of recap what we talked about for us to to close out the show. Basically, I came in and talked about the NFL, and I said, look, it seems like... Same old story again, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the AFC. The NFC seems to be a little bit more open. And we talked about the Saints and, and the Houdat Nation for a minute, and especially with uh, Derek Carr coming in at quarterback, kind of tying all that back into what he talked about with, with college football, that those guys, the guys who are experienced quarterbacks, those are the cats who are going to, Rise to the occasion he really likes the Saints in the NFC South. I do too for the record i mean it 's a they have a softer schedule as far as the NFL goes. He alluded to that uh as something that i didn't didn 't know the saints don 't play a playoff team until week ten of the season, which that's, that's remarkable that it would be, uh, you know, that you would go that far. So, I mean, there's no soft schedule in the NFL, just like there's not a soft schedule in the sec, but you know, Hey, if there is one, then, then the saints, it looks like on paper that they have it. And for me, a saints fan, that's what I'm pulling for, but it does look to be wide open. Philadelphia, Dallas—they look like they can get in the mix, you know. Uh, Detroit, Detroit playing—they start the season with, with Detroit, uh, with Detroit and Kansas City, I believe, is the first game of the season on on Thursday night. So we'll see what they're made of. Of course, the Saints have now acquired Jamal Williams from Detroit, losing one of their uh, one of their horses up there. So we'll we'll see. And then Tommy and I talked a little baseball. And one thing that I do know about Tommy Chrysan, he absolutely loves baseball. He knows baseball. He knows the game, knows it, knows it well. And we agree in the American League, it's really just a battle of positioning. As far as that goes, it seems to be pretty much locked in. You've got the Orioles who've been red hot all year long, pretty much. Uh, Texas currently leading uh, the AL West. We'll see what happens there. Um, Minnesota leading the AL Central. You have Tampa Bay, Houston, and Toronto as of this recording uh, that it, that would be in the wild card. But you have Seattle and Boston nipping at their heels. So really, that's it. Those are the teams that are that are going to be in the American League. It looks like, and then in the 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 National League, it's a lot more up for grabs. You have Philadelphia. Uh San Francisco and the Cubs currently as wild card teams and Atlanta, the Dodgers and, and the Brewers uh leading the divisions. But he thinks that the Atlanta Braves are the best team in baseball. I happen to agree with him there. They really uh they they're really <laughs> they're strong. They've got it all. They have pitching, hitting, fielding. They score so many freaking runs. They're a lot of fun to watch the Dodgers are super hot they're they they've gotten hot they've gotten really hot and uh they're starting to run away with the West over there and then the 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 most drama i guess really that you could say is is in the NL Central with the Brewers currently leading as of this recording and the Cubs just being uh just being like i think they're two and a half three games out something like that but they're right there on their heels, and then the Cincinnati Reds, who were absolutely red hot, but after the All-Star break, no, <laughs> not not so much. So those are the teams currently, you know, that really are in it. You have Miami. Miami has a good shot there. Uh, the, as of this recording, the Cubs, Reds, and, and, and Marlins are all – uh, tied for that wild card spot with the Cubs having the the upper hand but that could of course change Arizona not too far back San Diego if they could get hot they could make a little run so a lot of baseball left to play just about 40 games left in the season so we're getting down to that last stretch uh, of of the season right on into football and all of that so I mean man What Tommy and I really love is that this time of year, it is just an explosion of sports. You've got Major League Baseball, you've got the NFL. You've got college football. And then not too far away, you're going to have women's college basketball and men's college basketball get started as well. So a lot happens in the fall, man. A lot of fun. And uh and can't wait, can't wait to see what all happens this season with all these different teams. Now look, I do want to tell everybody, give us a give us a like on our social media pages. You can go to Tiggs Bits Podcast. Find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or another platform, subscribe to us, follow us, give us a like, rate us, review us. All of that stuff really does help to uh, to drive folks to the show, to, to engage with the show and all of that. And we've been having a blast putting these things out, uh, JR the Handler and, um, Mr. Chad Blasey Blasey, the one-man posse, unable to to join us today, but that's okay. JR is on the road with Justin Moore. I think Blasey's somewhere on the road. No telling what he's up to, but hate that they weren't able to join us. I'm very thankful to Tommy for coming on once again. It's always nice to have TK come in, and he'll be back on. He has agreed. He, he, It's always nice to have him come in, but he has agreed he'll be coming back on, hopefully around the end of baseball season, to talk a little bit of the NLCS, ALCS, that kind of stuff, kind of get a pulse of where we're at in the football season with uh with some of these teams and all of that so just kind of a follow-up show if you will but appreciate tommy coming on if you haven't or you don't follow tommy chrysan it's tommy k-r-y-s-a-n tommy chrysan and that is his handle on twitter or x i'm sorry it's at Tommy Chrysan. It's the same on uh on on Instagram and the other socials. Just search his name, you'll find him. He has a podcast Talking Sports with TK and he does Sports Shorts uh daily with uh Ronnie Rants and look Tommy is everywhere. Just just Google his name, follow his shows, listen to his shows, share his content. Tommy is an absolute media legend, man. So uh, appreciate him coming on. Apologize for having a few technical difficulties, but don't worry. We'll make it up with more conversation with Tommy in the future. So with all of that said, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.